Hello, hello, and welcome or welcome back to the Brooklyn Way podcast. I'm your host, Brooklyn Elizabeth, and today we're getting into a subject that I think we could all use some pointers on, and this is the way to absolutely slay your young adult era. But disclaimer here, I'm only in my early 20s, so I'm definitely learning with you all, but I have learned some things along the way that I will just continue to implement into my 20s and even into my 30s. So today we're really going to be getting into a few specific topics that you don't necessarily only have to apply to your life as a young adult, but you can just really use this stuff for any season of life. So today we're going to be specifically diving into balancing rest and play, being patient with yourself, and how to remember that nothing is permanent. We're going to be normalizing struggles, talking about trusting your intuition, and touching a little bit on how to start saving and managing your money. But as always, feel free to connect with me on Instagram at Brooklyn underscore Elizabeth or at the Brooklyn Way Pod and just pop in and say hello or let me know what you want to hear on future episodes. And also, really quick, it would really help me out if you could leave a rating and review at the bottom of my podcast. Um, Because this really just helps me get my message out there for more people and it lets me know what I'm doing well and what I need to do better in the future for you guys. So that would be much appreciated. And if you are new here, I like to start every podcast with a little opener activity, which I call our mindfulness moment. And this is just our moment to get in touch with ourselves and it's kind of like journaling out loud, so to speak. So Before we get into today's mindfulness moment and today's topic, let me just quickly give you a little bit of a life update. So, we are back to finally recording in real time. So, I have successfully relocated to Atlanta and you guys, I am loving it so far. Granted, the road trip here was a little bit stressful because it was me, my mom, my boyfriend, my boyfriend's mom, and our friend Brad that was an absolute angel and helped us move in. But on the way to Atlanta, my boyfriend's car started blinking, like all of the little lights started coming on on his dashboard. And so he had a check engine light on, a low tire pressure light on, and one of his freaking taillights went out. So that was a little bit stressful. But We got the tire fixed. We found this little hole in the wall, like tire store in Tennessee, and we got it all fixed. Everything's good. But then also the moving truck, this thing had like a hundred thousand miles on it. And we were going through the mountains in Tennessee. And I swear to God, I thought that thing was just going to start rolling backwards. But lo and behold, we made it here. We're all in one piece. So yeah, it was stressful, but we did it. And also, recently, my boyfriend and I have been really taking time to get to know our area, and we've been going on lots of hikes and enjoying nature and just finding lots of cool restaurants and shops. So it's been really fun having everything feel like a little scavenger hunt and just, you know, exploring and finding all of these hidden gems because there's so much to explore and experience in Atlanta. And if you haven't ever visited, I would highly recommend it, especially if you're a nature lover. It is so cool to have a city surrounded by nature and to just be able to kind of unplug from that go, go, go life and just step into some peacefulness. So 
I am loving that and I'm also really loving my job so far. My team is made up of so many genuinely kind people who are just so willing to help me and answer all of my questions. So I really think it's a good fit, which obviously I could not be more happy about. And, you know, plus it's kind of fun to dress up all professional every day and just get back into that like productive schedule that I kind of, you know, low-key missed from my college and part-time job days. So overall, I am feeling very grateful and very happy and I just wanted to share that with you guys. So if you are thinking about making a big move or making a big change in your life, just go for it because I swear you will probably pleasantly surprise yourself. So now that we are all caught up, I think it's time for us to dive into our little mindfulness moment. So let's just take a moment to get in touch with ourselves. And if you are new here, I like to go into some manifestations, some affirmations, go into our gratitudes and just take a moment to rate our day. So that is what we call our mindfulness moment around here on the Brooklyn Way podcast. So let's go ahead and get started with those manifestations. And if you're not familiar with manifestations and affirmations, I always say this on my podcast, but basically this is just reinforcing positive future-minded thinking and it just helps us turn our dreams and goals into reality. So we're basically goal setting here, but we are also reminding ourselves of how capable we are. So today, my manifestations and or affirmations would go something like this. So I am manifesting that my message allows somebody out there to feel motivated or uplifted. I am manifesting that I'm able to stay focused on balancing my work, my podcast, making new friends, and my wellness journey. And I'm hoping that it will all pay off with my new career, my relationship, and my podcast. So go ahead and take a moment pause the podcast and just think or journal down at least two or three manifestations or positive affirmations that apply to you and where you are in your life. And next in our mindful moment, I like to go into my gratitudes and just to put gratitudes in a simple way, you're basically reminding yourself that there are all these great things to be happy about in your life. Even if, you know, we face these ups and downs, taking a moment to think about things that we're grateful for helps us shift our mind and focus on the positives because we all know that life isn't easy. It comes in waves. So having the skill to allow you to find the positives, even on a bad day, it's really going to help you go through life a lot more smoothly and just to be more in touch with yourself and more grateful for what you have. So for example, today my gratitudes would be that I'm really grateful to have been feeling really inspired lately and I'm grateful for nature because I've been able to explore that and enjoy it a lot lately and I'm grateful for completing my first corporate girl work week and I feel like I've already learned so much. So Go ahead and take a moment, pause the podcast again if you need a little extra time, and just think of three things, big or small, that you're grateful for today. And lastly, in our mindfulness moment, we like to take a second to just center ourselves and get real with what our minds and bodies are feeling like. So I like to start this off with some breath work. This is called the box method, and you can repeat this as much as you need to. Um, I like to use this in stressful situations or 
times where I just need to like slow my heart rate down and get in touch with reality. So you're going to take a deep breath in for four counts, hold it for four counts, release it for four counts, and just continue doing this and envision yourself kind of creating this box in your mind. So we're going to go ahead and do one round of this together. So let's go ahead and take a deep breath in for four counts. Let's go. We're going to hold it for four counts at the top and release for four counts. And you can go ahead and finish off that box by taking one more deep breath in and you should feel a lot more tapped in, a lot more clear-minded and just overall more relaxed. So I think this is the perfect time to ask yourself, how am I feeling today on a scale of one to 10? 10 being the best, one being not so hot. So if you're not feeling your best, I want you to try to put your finger on what it is that's making you feel this way. And if it's nothing in particular, I want you to remind yourself that it's okay to have bad days, but just try to think of one thing you can do to elevate your mood, even if it's just by a tiny bit. And if you're feeling 10 out of 10 today, go you, but let's also try to think of one thing we can do to make this day even better. Something so small like grabbing your favorite drink from a cafe or making a healthy lunch or just listening to a podcast and giving yourself some time to decompress. So just think of one thing if you're having a good or bad day that you can add into your routine today to just make you feel even better. So I like to do that because it helps me feel a little bit more tapped into my mind and body. And when I take a moment to really prioritize getting in touch with myself, I feel like I can appreciate the world and my experiences a lot more. And for all of you guys listening, I think it can really help you just take the message of today's episode and really apply it better to your life. And I think it just helps the message resonate and speak to you a little bit more. So with that being said, I think we're ready to dive into today's episode, which is all about how to slay your young adult era. So for today's episode, I kind of wrote out a little bit of an outline to help me stay focused on my points, Um, but you know, we're talking about slaying your young adult era, and as we all know, if we are experiencing this time of our life, it's a really good mix of the really good, the really bad, and the really ugly. Like, you're starting all of these new and exciting journeys, but, you know, with all of that becomes this, you know, sensation to overcome all these new stressors and to get over all these new hurdles. And it can become really stressful and you can feel kind of lost or in the dark about what you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to navigate and balance all of this. So all of these things have one thing in common. It's kind of like a sink or swim type of feeling. I mean, you can get advice or pointers from, you know, friends or colleagues, but at the end of the day, we all have totally different experiences along this journey in our life. So all of this excitement and opportunity comes with all of that stress and fear that can feel so unique and specific to your experience. But I promise you that so many people are experiencing the same thing as you. Even though you feel kind of out in the open, all alone, other people are going through very similar things, maybe different situations, 
but these feelings, these emotions, the stress that we're feeling is all very similar. And so I wanted to share some points with you that I have learned in the past couple of years and through college and my 20s that have really helped me just kind of get the bigger picture and realize what it means to be successful and happy and just to embark on this, you know, point of your life where you get to start making the decisions for yourself by yourself. So I wanted to start this conversation by just talking about the balancing act of your young adult era because I feel like nobody really gives you like a playbook where they tell you about all the things that you're actually going to have to balance because it's a long freaking list. You are balancing your work and your school and trying to find hobbies, trying to have time to let loose and have fun, but not having too much fun to where you, you know, lose touch of what's important. And you're doing all of this while you're making sure you can afford your rent, your car payment, gas, groceries, utilities. I mean, it's just a lot. And we never had a class in school that taught us these skills in life and how to balance it all. So nobody's really preparing you for how much freaking gas and electricity are. I mean, yeah, it's it's all really stressful, but during this time you also have this newfound freedom and it's really liberating. You start to develop like who you are as a person and where you see yourself in the future and you're at that point where really anything is possible, but so often we see people just not going for those crazy dreams and I just can't help but thinking, you know, why is that? And that's because it's so freaking hard. If you're like me and you've worked your whole life, it can be a major trade-off to choose, you know, to chase those dreams or to simply get by and to try to not feel guilty for investing time and money in yourself and just indulging here and there. So now that I'm starting to really get into this new era of my life where my days don't revolve around school or my parents, you know, in their way of living, I'm starting to see that there are some critical things that you need to be consciously aware of in order to really be productive, happy, and fulfilled in your young adult era. So that's what I'm going to share with you all today. So first thing is first, we're going to be talking about balancing your rest and your playtime. And we all know that putting work into this time of our life is really crucial to get to where you want to be. But if you're just constantly grinding, you can find yourself losing touch with why you even started grinding in the first place. You really want to make sure that you're actively practicing mindfulness and integrating healthy lifestyle choices before and after your workday. So little story time moment, this was 100% me in college. For the longest time, I thought that I wanted to go to law school. And of course, that may not totally be off the table because you can do anything at any point in your life, but I wanted to slide right out of undergrad with my bachelor's degree and go right into law school. And my university actually had a pretty good law school program that you could actually be directly admitted to if you graduated with a GPA of 3.8, as well as, you know, writing like a bomb entry letter and killing the LSAT. But anyways, I found myself becoming literally obsessed with having the perfect GPA. And I would skip out on a lot of fun, carefree moments that I saw a lot of my friends doing. And don't get me wrong, I did have fun, but I just sucked at balancing it all. I would go to class all day, 
go to my part-time job, go home, study, do homework for hours, and then I would be just so burnt out and so brain-drained at the end of the day that all I would want to do is just sit and watch Netflix. And it was pretty unhealthy for my mental health and also my physical health because, you know, I wasn't prioritizing working out or, you know, just getting in touch and journaling and just taking my overall health and wellness seriously. But thankfully, I did have a really great friends um, and support system that helped me get through all of that and just kind of helped me pull myself out of that cycle. But I eventually ended up graduating with the GPA that I needed for law school. And then I just decided that, you know, this route may not really be what I wanted in the first place. Maybe it was just that desire for achievement that had just kind of taken over my purpose in life. And that's why I decided to take a break from school for a bit. I wanted to start focusing on what I loved and get some experience in the work world before investing more years of my life with my nose in the books. But I had some serious lessons to learn about balancing school and work with rest and playtime. So if this reminds you of yourself, please do not let life become taken over by that hunger for success and achievement because if you're successful, you know, in terms of grades or money or whatever, but you're unhappy and unfulfilled, then what are you really achieving? What are you doing for yourself? So you really have to get in touch with yourself here when it comes to balancing your work life with your fun and playtime because if you're not balancing that correctly, you need to take a step back and maybe reroute that plan that you had for yourself because if you're not learning how to balance this correctly, it's going to bleed over into so many other aspects of your life. Okay, so switching gears here, my next tip is that you want to remind yourself that nothing is permanent. And this is a quick little tip, but you know, this is one of the most exciting things about your young adult era. It's this idea of like free will. And I don't know if you guys are on the same side of TikTok as me, but there's some videos of like people just, you know, nonchalantly walking down the street and then they're like, oh my gosh, I remember I have free will. And then they just start like dancing or doing something silly just in public. And this is kind of the idea that I'm getting at here, but just more on like a serious life note. And this idea of free will is that you really don't have to do anything that you don't want to do. Or if your life is boring, you have the ability to make changes to make it more exciting. Or if you don't like where you are in life right now, you have the ability, the free will to make changes to get you to a different position or get you into a different mindset. And so you just have to remind yourself that nothing is permanent and if you don't like where you are or what you're doing in the moment, you have that ability to make those changes to change that for yourself. Because if you're just going through these motions, you're not truly staying in touch with yourself and you're not really, you know, giving the energy into what motivates you and what excites you. And that kind of goes into my next piece of advice, which is to trust your intuition. So you don't want to just go through those motions, like I said, and you really want to avoid this idea of cognitive dissonance. And this refers to a situation where you are having conflicting attitudes, beliefs, and behaviors. So if you see yourself unhappy and know that, for example, your job is what's making you unhappy, 
but you don't trust your intuition to put the effort into finding a new job. You're falling into the trap of cognitive dissonance. And the key here is if you're having a mental thought process that is making you feel a certain way, you have to be able to identify the solution and actually make the changes in your behavior rather than just doing the same thing every day, even though you know exactly what the solution is. You know yourself better than anyone, so if you're not happy with where you are, you need to put time and effort into figuring it out what exactly needs to change, and then you have to take those steps to actually change your behavior to get you from point A to point B. And one thing you can do to really help you with making these changes, even if they're like very significant changes in your life, is just jotting it down, actually writing it on paper, looking at where you are, what things in life are making you really happy. You want to keep those things. Which things are making you feel drained or unhappy? You want to identify those things and create this kind of map. And this is a great journaling technique if you are looking for new things to do in your journaling time. Go ahead and map out your daily routine and Find those things that are really draining you and making you not feel, you know, productive or happy or fulfilled with your daily life. And with those things that you find that are not making you happy, go ahead and jot down three actionable things that you can change today. So even if it's something as simple as you hate your commute and you don't like how far away your apartment is from your job or your work. Go ahead and write down three actionable steps you can do today to get started into making that change. You can start apartment hunting or you can start finding alternative transportation methods or you could think of things that can make that commute more enjoyable for you like creating a playlist that really gets you high energy and hyped up or making sure that you grab your favorite drink at a cafe before you hit the road. So it can be very small things that you can add into your daily life to change something or it can be something as significant as making that move and finding a new place to live. So making these maps and just kind of thinking about what it is that you need to change and trusting your intuition to know exactly what it is that's making you feel the way that you feel, that's going to help you get in touch with yourself and where you want to be in the future and those steps that you actually have to take to get from the point A to the point B. Now my next two points kind of go together and that is knowing that it's normal to struggle with finding new friends and being patient with yourself. So when you are a young adult And especially if you're relocating to like a new state or even a new country, if you're going to study abroad or something along those lines, you want to prepare yourself for the fact that your friendship and your social circle are going to look a lot different than what it looked like when you were in high school or when you were in college. Because you have to understand that in this time of your life, you actually have to put effort into finding people with similar interests as you and just overall making friends is a lot different than what it was when you were younger because when you were younger you're around these people every day and this you know you're you're just surrounded by people day after day and you don't really get to choose who you're friends with you're just friends by association or friends with people because they're there But when you're older, you get to actively decide, okay, I want this person in my life and I don't want this person in my life for reason X, Y, Z. 
but whenever you are trying to make new friends, it can be a lot more difficult than just, you know, having a class with somebody and clicking with them and boom, you're friends. It's going to look a lot different because your lifestyle has changed, your daily routine has changed, your priorities have changed, your goals have changed. So some things that you can do to find some friends as a young adult in maybe a new city or just a new environment in general is you should try to find some group chats. And one app that I have really been loving since I moved to Atlanta is called Geneva. And this is a invite-only group chat, so you can usually find these links under some of your favorite podcasts. And I'm also thinking about creating one for this podcast once it starts to take off a little bit more and once we start building that community a bit more. But this is a great way for you to collaborate with people that have similar interests as you. And if they're, you know, listening and enjoying the same podcast as you, you're probably going to have a lot in common with them. Or if that's a little bit too much out of your comfort zone, you can always just start getting involved with things in your own community. So if you love fitness, go ahead and join a gym where you get to meet people that also love fitness. Or if you're really into yoga, go ahead and join a yoga class. Or if your apartment complex has, you know, like fitness classes once a week, go to them and talk to people and just put yourself out there. And I think the most important thing here is just normalizing that it's difficult to really break out of that comfort zone and to be the first one to say hello to somebody and start a conversation and just extend that olive branch of like, hey, do you want to be friends? Because it feels weird when you're an adult, like when you're younger, you you can ask your friends to come over and play Barbies with you or to go swimming and play mermaids with you. But when you're older, you have to find things that you like to do that are in common with other young adults and that looks a lot different than it did when you were younger. So this is just a point to remind you that finding new friends as a young adult is difficult and if this is something that you're having an issue with, do not beat yourself up and just know that it's not you. It's just a totally different environment, a totally different social setting than it was that you've always been used to. So be patient with yourself. And that is my next point is to just be patient with yourself about finding the right people to have in your life, about finding the right job and finding what you're passionate about, because that all takes time. And when you're in your, you know, early 20s, early 30s, you think of that number and think, oh my gosh, I should have it all figured out. But the reality of that is that we are just starting to figure it all out. So don't beat yourself up if you feel like you are kind of still in the dark about where you see yourself in the future or, you know, what you are doing in the future because this point of your life is very much so a learning process. And so you need to make sure that you're being mindful and reflecting about how you're feeling and what you're doing and how what you're doing is getting you to that dream life that you envision yourself having in the future. And if, you know, you're having some setbacks, totally expect those. They're normal. And you're going to have some major wins during this time of your life, but you're also going to have some major fails. So you have to learn how to really take those fails and learn something from them and to make sure that you're not just, you know, sitting and sulking in those failures, but instead taking something from them that will help you in the future. And my last tip for absolutely slaying your young adult era 
is to make sure that you're starting to save money. And this is something that is really hard to do when you are just, you know, kind of getting on your feet, getting your first job, you start making money for the first time and you're able to spend more, indulge more, but you have to remember that there's a difference between things that you need and things that you want. So something that's been really helpful for me is creating like a monthly budget for myself and you can do this on pen and paper, on, you know, a spreadsheet, whatever works for you, make it cute, make it fun because this is a really important tool that you'll be able to use into your life beyond your young adult era. So some very important things that you would want to include in your monthly budget are those reoccurring charges or expenses. So things like rent, utilities, groceries, gas, and car payments. And you also want to put some money aside for fun money, going out money. And this is the important piece right here is you want to be setting money aside for your savings. If you are starting a job and they have like a retirement plan for you, definitely talk to your HR manager or somebody that can help you there to get that set up because it is so important to put money aside for the long term and invest it for the long term because in this point of our lives we are pretty much you know living in the moment doing what we want to do day to day but we can sometimes lose sense of the future and what we are working towards in the future so investing is a very important thing that you should get started doing in your young adult days even if it's just like a 401k or a Roth IRA and if I'm saying those things and they're making no sense to you Go ahead and do a quick Google search, watch a couple YouTube videos, listen to some financial podcasts. They may be boring, but I promise you they're going to teach you some very important financial tools that you'll need to set yourself up for a successful future. And I started investing when I was pretty young. I was probably about 16 and it wasn't a big amount of money. It was very small, very workable, and every two weeks when I would get my paycheck, I would put, you know, just a small a small bit of money into my investments. And I, you know, started saving up that money. I just kind of kept it, playing it safe, low risk, you know, investments. And then once I got to a point where I had a little bit more money to play with, I actually invested in myself and started working with a financial advisor. And if you're somebody who doesn't feel comfortable, you know, moving the money around yourself with stocks and all that just kind of overwhelms you, I would really suggest looking for a financial advisor. There's millions of them everywhere in the world. And this can be somebody who can really help you start to understand what money market is, what stocks are, how to manage your investments. And I just can't stress enough how important it is to invest your money. And I think that I'm not the person that should be giving you investment advice, but I can tell you that investing is very, very crucial to start doing in your young adult era. So hopefully I didn't lose you there with that last piece of advice. I know talking about money can be boring, but it is super important. And just to wrap things up, I think that we can all say that navigating your 20s and your young adult era is, you know, a bit of... A trial and error period but it's also really exciting and with all that stress comes a lot of learning experiences so just remind yourself to stay 
present in the moment and just to learn as you go and even though you're going to fail a lot you're going to learn a lot from those failures and you're also going to have a lot of big exciting successful moments so you have a lot to be excited for and I just want you to remember that you shouldn't feel guilty about struggling or you know just overall being kind of lost in this time of your life because This is where it all starts, guys. This is not where we have it all figured out. So just remind yourself that nothing is permanent. You can change wherever you are in life. And you really have to just start prioritizing yourself, being a little bit selfish during this era of your life. You'll learn a lot from it. And as always, connect with me on Instagram if you liked today's episode. Go ahead and give me a rating and review so I can keep improving each week. As always, thank you guys so much for listening, and I will see you next Friday for a new episode. Have a great day. You got this. Bye.